Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Hi, I'm Amy Rowlandson, and this is the third Reflections and Observations episode I've done. This provides me with the opportunity to reflect and observe moments from the recent episodes I have released, and what an incredible mix of episodes there have been. The first one I will reflect on is episode 15, Books Change Lives, with Berenger Gary and Vicky Stanley, or BV for short. Books do change lives, and so does love. For B&V, a simple recommendation to read a book started a ripple effect that knows no bounds. Those few words on those pages has since led B&V to make major lifestyle decisions and take risks with unknown outcomes. A life of uncertainties were met by a single certainty. They just knew they had to be together. They moved countries purely so they could be together. As a result of reading that book, they have since built a business where they have now built beautiful homes for others to live in, safe, happy and sustainable environments. B&V joined me to talk about how this one book recommendation of Rich Dad Poor Dad, lent to them by a work colleague, since changed their entire lives. They speak of love, geology, winemaking and how their careers in corporate oil and gas led them to build these homes in the UK. As B says, she simply switched the colour of liquids from the black of the oil to the red of the wine. Their why is to travel the world, create their own family and spend time with people they love with a dream to live in France surrounded by sea, mountains and a vineyard. What a vision their why is. They say that life is short and why not go after the dreams and follow your passions now? Why wait? Because you will find a way to make it work. Thinking about the books I've read and the impacts they have made on me, I'm not sure how I could have achieved what I have without reading or listening to books. A distinction I feel I need to make as so many books I consume are via Audible. I've read, listened to so many books across different disciplines and I've taken various elements from each and applied them to my life. One book often leads to another, one concept builds on another as I continue to learn and grow. I get asked for book recommendations all the time and I'm careful to first ask what it is that people are doing, what they want to achieve and why they want to achieve it before recommending something because I know what an impact that book could have on them. Moving on to episode 16, Circle of Life with Jodie Harbert. Jodie speaks about how we have become defined by our titles, what we do for a job. When did we become so obsessed with our professions and not our passions? And why should that be the way that we introduce one another to each other? It's a really good point. What do you say to people when you first meet them at a networking event or a party or introducing friends to peers? It's usually, this is Madeline and she is an architect or this is Claire and she is a property developer or this is Adrian and he is a consultant. It's all focused on what do you do, not what brings you joy in life. In recent years, I often ask what keeps you busy in your spare time, as that leads to great discussions. However, I've noticed I've also been guilty of introducing some of my guests by their profession. Not all of them, but I will be mindful of this going forward. Jodie covers so many strands in explaining her why, 
And the one strand I would like to reflect on is a culture of conversation, meaningful conversation which allows equal contributions from all parties. When was the last time you listened to others before responding? I mean truly listened, not just waiting for your turn to have your say. It reminds me of two of the seven habits from the seven habits of highly effective people written by Stephen Covey. Habit four is think win-win and habit five is seek first to understand then to be understood. Win-win is where you are seeking mutually beneficial solutions. It's not your way or my way. It's a better way, a higher way. The fifth habit focuses on effective communication, giving the other person psychological air with a sincere desire to understand. Giving people the space to be heard and validated. Jody shares that this is how our ancestors would gather around campfires to tell stories, cook their meals and establish ways to collaborate in their community, literally cooking up dialogue. The attention to gather in a circle would be to discuss a topic providing an opportunity to be heard, to speak, to feel, to understand and be understood, to think and to see. Why did we stop communicating in this non-hierarchical way? Circle leads to vision based on a foundation of wisdom, compassion and action. When we speak and listen deeply to the heart, not the brain, we have a sense of bond and coherence which enables us to embrace diversity, be inclusive and move forward with unity. Jody poses the question, at what part of the journey are we as individuals and how can we combine our journeys into being a wider collective-based journey? When will we recognise that we are all complicit and part of the problem and understand that we can then actively become part of the solution? What matters? Why does it matter? What matters to you? Jodie focuses on the world's addiction to living a consumer lifestyle and how a collective wisdom and collective consciousness will help move humanity forward. I tend to agree. I believe that we are moving, albeit slowly moving, into a more connected age, having become so disconnected And the world lockdown has definitely brought us all together, reminding us that we are all connected. Jodie says the most important thing in our lives is meaningful connection. We're not just standing here as individuals. We really are a part of a forest, dependent on one another. Moving on to episode 17, Blowtorch on the Belly Questions with Michael Dodd. This is where we find out what a blowtorch on the belly question really is and what a soft question is. Both are able to elicit those gotcha moments that will achieve the sensational headlines journalists seek. I found it fascinating, but not surprising, that often it is the soft questions which win over the blowtorch ones. Makes sense to me, after all, my question is, why? And that evokes incredible responses. The simple questions often get the greatest answers. Michael says that a great answer goes beyond the question in that it gets across a message very much on the topic of the question. A great answer often involves a certain amount of show, not tell. A great answer is a message which goes to the heart and shows more than we needed to know. Telling a story, putting a picture in the mind so the audience can see. He spoke about how journalists should remain neutral, asking non-biased questions and not opine. I really resonated with the concept of the spirit of the stairs, or l'esprit d'escalier, where your mind goes blank in the moment, Or you say something idiotic, self-defeating, or worse, you don't speak up at all. I'm sure you've been in a similar situation where you can't think of a great reply to a question, but the moment you walk out of that room and you're walking down the stairs in the building, as in l'esprit d'escalier, that perfect response comes to you. How frustrating. I really enjoyed talking with Michael, hearing how he helps people to prepare for media interviews, job interviews, talks, panels, pitches... 
Essentially, the audience just wants the question to be acknowledged, to hear the truth. They want people to get straight to the point, show their emotion, give examples. Again, Michael reiterated the importance of listening and asking the right questions at the right time. Spontaneity can often override research. Next up is episode 18, Sunshine State of Mind with Sunny Mahal, aka Mr. Sunshine. Everyone needs a bit of sunshine in their life. Everyone needs sunshine state of mind in their life. Everyone needs a Sunny Mahal in their life. Property investor, business owner, coach, public speaker, there I am giving him lots of titles, but really Sunny brings us magic and sunshine. He shares with us his why and how he seeks to inspire, entertain and educate. I love how Sunny's best mistake ever became a fashion brand. Many mistakes have gone on to become massive successes. Think of superglue, post-it notes, penicillin, the slinky coil toy, chocolate chip cookies, crisps, pacemakers, fireworks, microwave ovens, cornflakes, even x-rays. They were all big mistakes. Again, we talked about the ripple effect, the compound effect and the domino effect. Did you look at the link I put in the show notes about the domino effect? How does something so tiny at five millimetres high knock down something enormous weighing more than seven stone or 100 pounds, standing at more than a metre tall in just 13 dominoes? The chain reaction is so incredible. Boom! It just goes to prove that if you keep chipping away at something, you will achieve it eventually. Baby steps really do compound over time. If you met Sonny today, you would not have recognised the Sonny he describes before. He is a wonderful example of someone whose why became strong enough to make those changes. After suffering for years with obesity, anxiety and stress, Sonny took himself on a path of self-discovery to turn his life round. He now coaches clients to develop a winning mindset, driving personal and professional life to give them the freedom to spend time on the things that matter to them. Through the process of visualisation, attaching emotional drivers, he demonstrates you can achieve anything you desire because the minute you visualize something it's only a matter of time that the body reaction and your actions actually turn that into reality. As Sunny reminds us it is why we want something that will help us change. He reminds us to start taking action because we're only on this planet once and make it the best life possible. I'm with you 100% Sunny. Lara Waldman in episode 19 shows us how to manifest abundance. If you met Lara in person or follow her on social media, you would not have known about the terrible self-worth issues she describes she used to hold. Her fear of not being understood and being ridiculed for the vision she had paralysed her. We all have limiting beliefs to some capacity and Lara shared the moment when she started to trust herself. Her confidence strengthened. She then had full courage of her own conviction to act on those feelings and the visions that she had because she knew that this could help others. And when she started seeing results from her clients, her conviction compounded and the fears dissipated because she knew that that was her superpower. Her superpower is as an abundance activator and she is passionate about helping entrepreneurs reach their full potential to own who they really truly are and to help them build foundations where they can be aligned and connected in all areas of their life. Lara shows her clients how to manifest abundance and allow it to flow harmoniously by taking them through a mind-blowing and extraordinary transformation, or as she says, like being a plucked chicken. 
Her vision of a utopian society draws closer. She reminds us that you are more powerful than you realize, powerful beyond measure. You have the power to consciously transform your life and the lives of others. And this is about remembering, reawakening to this truth. And it lies deep within your heart, deep within your belly. I'm hearing this same message over and over from a lot of my guests. I guess there is a tipping point which resonates with each of us. And there is a moment when you realize that you really can do what you want. For me, it was reading The Miracle Morning. That was a moment I realized it was never too late to be what I might have been. That was a secret source Lara mentioned that I needed to wake up those dreams. I started from where I was and took a step, then another, then another. Just small baby steps. And as Lara says, you have the power to consciously transform your life and the lives of others. My final reflection is episode 20. If you don't risk anything, you risk everything with Rob Moore, the disruptive entrepreneur. It is with irony that I reflect on this episode, as reflection is something that Rob finds difficult and challenging, but he has found a way to contemplate life. In his own words, Rob is more of a fixer and often finds himself in entrepreneurial contemplation as a way to replace personal reflection. He is a go-getter who makes things happen and his clarity is found in his business. Rob's company values are progressive, innovative and personal. They are a reflection of his personal values, growth and progress. To be progressive, always moving, evolving, changing, growing and innovative are critical to him, congruent with his way of living. Dr. John Demartini's influence over him over the years has been enormous and has helped him to remain balanced in his approach, to see the balanced equation that life brings and focus on his values. Rob talks about understanding and living in accordance with his values, directing all his focus and energy around the two dominant factors, growth, progress. Rob seeks to help people to navigate through life as he sees and hears from so many lost people who reach out to him for help. Rob says he will continue to keep making more of a difference to more people to help entrepreneurs start and scale their businesses and to help people across the planet make more money and get better financial education. For both Rob and for me, the greatest gift of personal development is knowing that you have a choice in how you feel. Rob shares how his understanding of how when something challenges him, triggers him or hurts him, that he can choose how he responds, how he feels. He says that when you have times when you're challenged, you're triggered, you're hurt, that's okay. He just thinks, what can I learn from this? How does this serve me? How is this a gift? How can I see the best in this situation? Where am I putting my awareness? Where else can I put my awareness? What am I forgetting that I've got that is great in my life? What am I not seeing here that I'm supposed to learn? Why is this a great gift to me? The ability to control how you feel, to not be such a victim to pain, is for Rob the greatest gift of personal development. Rob believes the purpose of life is evolution. To be disruptive is to evolve, innovate, invent. The origin of the word entrepreneur is a linguistic blend of two words and was formed in the early 19th century, coming from the French word entreprendre, meaning undertake, and the English word enterprise. To be an entrepreneur is to set up a business, take on financial risks in the hope of profit. Rob Moore is the disruptive entrepreneur, true to the definition and the values they hold. If you don't risk anything, you risk everything. What are your values and are you living in alignment with them? Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star iTunes review. 
Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook and become a member of the inspiring, uplifting and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.